Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Don Fight, Senior Priest of the Diocese of Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's great to be with you again today. Yeah, we're going through the uh, UCAT on the Ten Commandments, and today we're going to talk about the Second Commandment, You Shall Not Take the Name of the Lord Your God in Vain. And uh, question 359 of the UCAT asks, Why does God want us to hallow his name, that is, keep it holy? And I know you're referring there, Tim, to the Lord's Prayer, aren't you? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Jesus himself put that absolutely first there in the the, uh, prayer that he wanted us to pray. Because uh, to use a person's name is to show your deep trust in them. Uh, I've heard of Native Americans who don't tell people the real name of their new children right away. That's something that is kept as a treasure for later on uh, as the child grows. uh, When there's an intimacy and a trust, uh, then the name gets revealed. I don't know all the facts about that, but it's a fascinating thing to look into that they have a custom of recognizing, as all of us should, that the name of a person is so special. I would say sacred. And to tell someone their name is a sign that you trust them when you use when you call them by name uh, in our conversation, even when we're angry. You know, if you say the person's name, already it's becoming more human, more possible to talk as brother and sister, as friends, and not as enemies because you use the name. Huh? If we really don't want to have a close relationship. We don't use the name. So certainly with God, huh? uh, God has told us his name. And if you recall, uh, the first time he did that explicitly was to Moses huh? out in the desert when the burning bush attracted Moses' attention. And as he got closer and he heard the voice of the Lord calling him to take off his sandals, this is holy ground. Who are you? Who are you? You know, what is your name? I am who I am. Huh? was what God said. That name is so sacred to Jewish people to this day, it isn't even used in their worship. Uh, they find other words to say for it. Uh, the Lord, for example, uh, but not God, even when they write it in their Bible, or in any book they write. It's G hyphen D. They respect that name so much they don't even write the full three letters out. Uh, and, uh, so, and of course, in the New Testament, Jesus in John's Gospel said, "I am." Yes, many to, times. To, to uh, and again, the, the Jewish leaders were offended by that. He's calling. He's blaspheming. Yes. He's calling yeah. himself God. Yeah, he was. He, they thought he was showing disrespect for the name. Quite the contrary, he was showing how intimately he was one with his Father. But uh, you had to have, you had to have a little bit of, of humility, to listen and not turn against. Jesus for that. Uh, If you were already uh, not liking what he was doing, um, that would be one more reason why you would have turned against him. You know, I I hear many, many people say Jesus' name in vain. 
and I've often thought of how best to handle that without being too overtly offensive, but at the same time commanding respect for God's name. And uh, a couple of things that I'll say in the presence of people is when they say, Jesus Christ, I say, yes, he died for our sins. Jesus Christ, yes, he loves you more than you can even imagine. And if they persist, uh, I had one gentleman the other day that I had to say, please, don't use the Lord's name in vain. The second commandment tells us not to use his name in vain. And he was offended by that. And, uh, of course, he was in his own home, and he thought he could speak as he wanted, which was true, so I left. (laughs) But But I made the point that, again, so many people, and a lot of times they do it out of habit, and they've done it for years, and they don't even real. they're to the point they don't realize they're doing it. And that's sad, but it's true. Uh, it's become such a bad habit. I think, uh, you know, I think that using the name of Jesus Christ in a, uh, a fit of anger, or usually it's some kind of anger when we do it, uh, is worse than using just the name of God. Because to me, Jesus personifies God being, as you said the other day, both God and human. We're, we're, we're really talking to a person that is so part of our, part of our family and just really, uh, you wouldn't like anybody using your name <laughs> that way. So mm-hmm. why do we pick on Jesus? Uh, it's, uh, it's almost like it's a rejection of who he is. We don't think that through, but... Uh, or another way of thinking of a father is that they're so angry that the worst thing they could do or say would be Jesus' name in vain. In other words, they're just uh, emphasizing the fact that I'm so mad. And, and again, but again, in this case, uh, it just happened this week, actually. The guy kept saying his name. Oh, he started everything before he spoke. Jesus Christ. And uh-huh. he said, and yes. he didn't say it reverently. He was saying it uh in so, uh, sort of anger, and and finally I had to say, sir, you know, please, don't use the Lord's yeah, name in vain. That offended you. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. and not only me, but think of how much it offends God. Yeah. Yes, it offended sure. me, but you know that's. So again, uh, this happens in everyday real life. So so again, I thought a nice way of pointing out to somebody that they're saying the Lord's name in vain is to remind them, Jesus Christ died for your sins. Jesus Christ loves you more than you can even imagine. Jesus Christ died on the cross. Jesus Christ shed his blood so that you can get to heaven. In other words, bring it up and maybe make them realize that. And again, I, I know many people who, who do this over and over, and they've been doing it for years to the point that they don't even realize they do sure. it. It's, it's more of a habit than them thinking of what they're actually saying. That's right. But it, with any bad habit, there comes a time when we have to make a decision. I'm going to rid myself of that bad habit. And uh, I know one lady who told me she did it by penalizing herself. Uh, she decided that she would put a, a quarter in a jar she put on her dining room table every time she, at the end of the day, she realized, how many times did I maybe say that? And she would drop in that many quarters, you know. Well, after a while, that jar started to fill up pretty much. (laughs) And she uh, realized that I really have a bad habit here. So she decided I have to up the ante. She began dropping a dollar in when she remembered that she had said this expression. I don't remember if it was Jesus Christ or some, something that she shouldn't have been saying. But as the penalty went up and she became more aware that it was a really bad habit of hers, 
she couldn't afford anymore to give up that much money, it did remind her to stop. And she said, I really did gradually but surely uh, remove that bad habit from my speech. You know, it's funny that you, you mentioned that. I have a close friend who happens to say the Lord's name in vain quite often. And I was thinking of a way to, to do it diplomatically, but also in a way that would get to him and help him realize what, what the problem was. And I said the same thing. I said, let's put a dollar for every time we say the <laughs> Lord's name in vain when we're together. And, and again, I was trying to point out to him, and he says, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. And I said, I'm not judging you. I says, but I, you know, you really have a bad habit of this. And uh, anyhow, it made him mad. We didn't talk for a while. You know, we, we're talking now, but the, but he he hasn't really changed a little bit. He has. He doesn't do it as often. But again, but, I was trying to find a nice way, as his friend, to point it out to him without just you know taking a Bible and smacking him in the face and saying, sure. "Look, you dummy," you know, That's quit right. saying. I was trying to do it in a nice way that would make him hopefully like your lady friend. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I really have a bad habit here. Yeah. And, of course, she gave all that money. She already decided what charity was going to receive that money. See? So at least some good came of it that way, too. Um, but um, let's talk about, Tim, uh, the meaning of something we can say that's very good in using God's name. And that's our habit as uh, Christian people, at least Catholics and Orthodox too, uh, certainly, and some Christians, not many, but some do use what we call the sign of the cross. Uh, And uh, that is a good way to positively use the names of God, not only as our Father, but as his dear Son and the Spirit of his love. And uh, so, uh, to me, there's a very great uh, meaning to this uh, the Catechism wants us to know what's the meaning of it. Uh, it's a placing of ourselves under the protection of our God, uh, that we need God. It's not, putting, it's not using his name in a derogatory way. It's when I say in the name of the Father, by that very fact, the name. Really, the name always means uh, the person. Uh, so in the name of the Father means in the person of the Father, in the person of Jesus, in the person of the Holy Spirit, I am going to do this. Now, we do it most frequently when we begin prayer. But there's many other times when it's a good idea. The Catechism says at the beginning of the day, before you get out of bed, bless your body with the sign of the cross. Um, I'm blessed to have a mother who uh, is glad to accept my priestly blessing when I go to visit her, and I give her the priestly blessing that some people are familiar with. I bless you, Mom, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And then I ask her to renew my baptismal blessing and she takes her thumb and blesses my forehead, you know. Same thing has happened when I was a baby. Here I am, 70-some years old, still getting my mother giving me my blessing in the sign of the cross. Huh? Beautiful expression that we can share together. And um, so um, uh, it's, it's a blessing that goes back all the way to, well, uh, I guess in the, in the, maybe it comes from the gospel where Jesus said, now go, baptize everybody in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So it's a good way to, to use God's name in a positive, loving way that will keep us from developing these bad habits. Well, speaking of names, Father, question 361 of the UCAT asks, what does it mean for a Christian to be baptized with a particular name? Ah, good question, Tim. Uh, a particular name could be lots of names, but a particular name sometimes is given to a child because 
we want to name this baby after Grandpa. So they use Grandpa's name or mm-hmm. Aunt Susie or whoever. Um, but I think an even more wonderful thing to do uh, as uh, Christian people is to look at those people that we call our saints and to use one of their names, too, in the, in the child's name, um, uh, starting with the Blessed Mother herself. Uh, in fact, in, in Mexico, in Spain, I think, uh, countries like that, uh, they have traditions of putting the name of Mary in their boy's name, uh, John Mary, uh, Philip Mary, Anthony Mary. Um, but to use the saints' names not only uh, for um, just giving a child a reminder of some beautiful person that is in heaven that we admire, it'll encourage them to learn about that person and uh, to hopefully emulate that person once they learn about them. I mm-hmm. want to be like you know, the saint after whom they're named. So uh, I'm sure there were lots, of, in fact I know there were lots of boys were named John Paul uh, during the time when he was our Holy Father, the Pope. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably there's some kids being named Francis now in honor of Pope Francis. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, we uh, are really wise to include children, uh, saints' names for our children. Excellent, Father. Can we have a a quick blessing before we go for today, please? Sure. Dear God, it is your name that we've been honoring today, and we bless everybody in that beautiful name, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit of God's love. May he bless you. Amen. Amen. And this has been Tim Perry. Until next time, may God bless you and yours. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.